This podcast is brought to you by Hooked on Phonics. It worked for me. And me too. Nah, I'm just joking. This is not endorsed by anything. Hey, I'm Patrick. I'm Dustin. And I'm Justin. And this is But Wait, There's More, a conversation show about things we're thinking about, things we care about, and things that are important to the life and culture for the people of Legacy Church in Plano, Texas. Hmm. The West Side Plano or all of Plano? I mean, I mean, it's all of Plano. It's all, yeah. Are we we sure? just happen to be on the West Side. <laughs> I hear the party's on the East Side. Yes, it is. That's... It is. That. But today we want to continue a conversation. Actually, we are starting a conversation today, but it kind of is similar to, uh, I would say, a series that we had. Who are you being discipled by or discipleship? But the question today is, who are you learning from? Mm. And honestly, there's many different facets that we can learn from today. Uh, we have many different type of podcasts. We have lots of books that we can read. There's lots of TV shows that we can watch. There's the news. But I want to just start the question. Who are you guys learning from? Take Justin. it, Dustin. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um, so for me, I, I think that question uh, shapes up a bunch of different ways. Um, um, who am I learning from spiritually? Who am I learning from in terms of personal development? Yeah. Um, I think my, my initial um, is anytime we're, like, disclosures, anytime we're consuming information, anytime we're consuming uh, media of any sort, be that a book, be that a podcast, be that something that we're watching, uh, we are learning, we are taking. Uh, and it's important to kind of recognize because as, as we learned as teenagers, you know, hey, garbage in, garbage out. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think it's important. Uh, I tend to uh, take a lot from podcasts. Uh, and so uh, one that's really quick and easy that um, I think everybody should listen to is the Crossway podcast um, that, that they produce is excellent. It's something that I listen to kind of on a regular basis. Yeah. Um, I also listen to a couple of other podcasts, and I know I do read. I can read. It yeah. is a thing. Um, mm -hmm. I am literate. I heard you even have a degree. You know what? I, I think <laughs> so. It was in an envelope at some point. Uh, to be fair, when I saw your degree, it, the ink was still wet. So I think <laughs> you know it might not be real. <laughs> probably. Probably. Okay. Kinko's is, is dropping the ball now. <laughs> is Kinko's even open anymore? I don't know. I, I think so. Anyway, so there are a couple of guys I really like to learn from just in general. Um, there's a guy named Malcolm Cloudwell. He's written several books uh, mm -hmm. that, that I've always just really, really enjoyed. Um, he's written Tipping Point. He's written Outliers. Mm -hmm. um, he's got a newer one called Talking to Strangers. Mm -hmm. um, he has one called David and Goliath, which is really, really excellent. Yeah. Uh, his his podcast is called Revisionist History. It's a, it's a really neat kind of dive into... Um, the the way that we we hear stories and and hear them a little bit differently now, right. um, if we know a little bit more information, uh, I also like to listen to one called Work Life from a guy named Adam Grant. Adam Grant uh, teaches at the University of Chicago. He's a workplace psychologist, mm -hmm. and Adam Grant uh, has a book that I really love called Give and Take, uh, talking about personal dynamics. But uh, because he's a workplace psychologist, he is something I think that can connect. Uh, for and relate to a lot of us because we all work with people yeah. um, and we all have different kinds of relationships with people. Yeah. Uh, and so we, um, we, we can learn a lot just from the dynamics that he's able to explore. Uh, I think it's really accessible. Uh, so let me start there and then kick it over to you, Justin, because yeah. I've, I, I, I like to learn. It's yeah. a whole thing. So yeah. I, I don't do podcasts as much as I used to. Um, so there's one that I regularly read or listen to. 
um, called Word and Table, and it's more of an ecumenical uh, kind of uh, different denomination. So, so for those of us who have you know ink that's still wet on our degrees, yeah. so what is what is ecumenical? Yeah, for? so uh, like across Christian denominations, like okay. it's it's more than just a certain denomination, mm-hmm. but a, but across different denominations. Thanks for that. Um, but yeah, it's <laughs> it uh, Word and Table talks a lot about. Um, just kind of church history and even function or what we would call liturgy. So not just order of service, but mm-hmm. the reason for the order of service. What is forming individual Christians in the yeah. community of Christian? Yeah. Right. Um, and so that's about the only podcast that I listen to. And that's um, maybe once a month as I drive to Dallas for a haircut. No, that's also um, besides so. the legacy, but wait, there's more podcasts. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Just making yeah. sure. Oh, of course, of mm. course. Uh, but mostly uh, I'm, I'm reading. Um, and so uh, Brett McCracken has a book mm. out called the wisdom pyramid. And that is uh, how do we intake certain sources yeah. for, for not only knowledge, but wisdom. So that's great. Not just information, but information applied to make it wisdom. Um, and so starting uh, at the basis with the Word of God and then working your way up to social media and things like that. It's a, it's a phenomenal book. Haven't finished it, but that's what I'm learning from, slowly going through that. And then uh, a book that a church member has given me called um, Prayer in the Night by uh, Trish Harrison Warren. And uh, she's an Anglican priest, but she um, had a season where things were really harsh and really horrible in yeah. her life. And so uh, utilizing the prayer book yeah. or a prayer book helped um, kind of form her faith and draw her back to the Lord. And uh, so that has really spoken to me in this most recent season. And, you know, I've, uh, because I do read sometimes, um, <laughs> I, <laughs> um, I've also read recently uh, something that I, I picked up from, from you and from Kevin both um, is a devotion called Gentle and Lowly, yeah. Yeah. which is just Absolutely erect. Patrick, have you gotten that one yet? I have. Actually, uh, we are doing a ministry with uh, Emily's Place, yeah. and we handed it out to all the, the women in that particular uh, program. And apparently, there was actually uh, starting to do a Bible study off of it. It is a, a phenomenal book that gives us the understanding of Christ and his attributes of him being, you know, gentle and lowly. And one of the things that I like to explain to them is like, hey, you know, Jesus is actually pretty gentle. And I know that you might have a different experience, but yeah. there's yeah. a different side than maybe what you've experienced maybe in church. But I, I think even in the concept of learning, I, I've noticed, especially recently, uh, who when it comes to this question, who are we learning from? There are some dangerous moments that we <laughs> can get into, right? And in these dangerous moments, um, I could even say recently, people have gotten into reading uh, the newspaper or articles. They've been watching Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, and all those channels. And they're you actually— mean there's not one channel that's reliable up and above any another? I, I, I don't know. Some people <laughs> might think so. <laughs> but it, it's interesting how people do learn from these entities, from some of these books. But— um, these things tend to have an impact, and but what I want to just go ahead and jump into it and just ask, where is the danger? Whenever we are learning from uh, different th- sources, where is it like an issue where it can really maybe contradict the life that we're living in Christ or mm. uh, get in the way of maybe growing in Christ? Um. That's a Justin, you 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 you're the wise one. <laughs> no, not <laughs> not at all. You've not got the s- you've got the thick rimmed spectacles. Yes. There you go, and, so, yeah. and you got the bigger beard. Yes, that's there why. We go. No, um, so I for 
for me as I, I look at that and I listen to it, um, I, a part of it, it really is how, how does it align with the Word of God? Mm-hmm. Um, so first and foremost, I must know the Word of God. Yes. yes and then secondly, how does that align mm-hmm. with it? Um, maybe it's because of uh, the, the seminary that I went to and having to uh, always cite sources, and they, they would uh, make sure that you cited correctly, mm-hmm. uh, but always going back to where uh, where their sources, who, where, whatever I'm intaking, you know, um, where are they getting their information? And then how, how is it leading me towards Christ Mm -hmm. or away from Christ? Mm -hmm. Is it helping me worship him or is it just making me know more about him or not even think about him? Yeah. I think it's interesting that you bring that up, Justin, because a lot of times we, um, we find someone who we somehow deem authoritative, um, and we, we forget that their ideology comes from somewhere too. Um, They learned from someone like, you know, we've heard the phrase, you know, from scripture, there's nothing new under the sun. And it's because um, people have have constantly be putting uh, been putting forth ideologies and and thought processes um, for millennia. And and, and because of that, we, we have to understand that all of these ideas are rooted somewhere and if they're not rooted in Scripture, mm-hmm. it's really easy. And I think to answer your question, uh, I guess more specifically, Patrick, like, what's the danger? I think the danger is anytime, like, like Justin said, um, that what we are proposing, that what we are getting behind, mm-hmm. is getting away from the truth of God's word. Yeah. Um, it, it's allowing, like I said, I love listening to these podcasts from guys who aren't Christians, yeah. um, who I think have a lot of truth to offer us, but. I always have to put that up against um, the truth that's in Scripture itself. Right, I, I can't. Right. I can't allow um, it, it, intelligent as he may be. I can't allow Malcolm Gladwell to to be my pastor, mm-hmm. um, to be my savior, to be the source of my wisdom. That's yeah. got to come from Scripture itself. Yeah, that's very good. And I like how you said that the source of wisdom, because essentially that's what when we read certain uh, books that we love, when we watch certain news channels that we tend to love, uh, they become a source of wisdom. And it's kind of like you said, Justin, um, we have to make sure that we're identifying uh, his truth versus the truth that's coming from another place, yeah. basically. And because at the end of the day, all of these things have impact, right? right. Yeah. Uh, they impact our mindsets in many different ways. And we even talked about some of the books that have uh, impacted us in, a, I would say, a more healthy way. Right. So. Uh, well, no, and Patrick, before you before you jump in, like um, I'd love to hear too from you, um, kind of who you're learning from. I know you're hosting, and so you're kind of <laughs> you're kind of asking us questions. But uh, I kind of want to uh, hear uh, who's who's your source aside from God and Scripture. Uh, where where are you learning from? Whom are you learning right now? Uh, right now, I'm reading up on, I, I think a conversation where we're having to deal with race and yeah, and uh, racism and those those attributes and i'm i'm kind of getting into this uh some of these old uh statements and uh writings from martin luther king um the ones that are famous obviously you hear i have a dream speech but there are some actual sermons that he preached in many different churches around the country that i think we need to take a, a deeper look at talking about uh the issues of you know when i would say in uh people who were given property, I guess you could mm-hmm. say, mm. um, 
after the I would say indig uh, not indentured um, but uh indentured servants. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, they were given property after their time was done. He wrote about that and it gives weight and an understanding as maybe why certain parts of cultures held back as of right now. Mm -hmm. I've I've read something called oh white fragility. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um uh, uh, an art, uh, an author that uh, obviously is trying to bring the scope as to why there's some deep concern as to why maybe white America is yeah. uh, having issues with some of the arguments out there, you know? Yeah. So I'm trying to really understand a deeper scope as to why we're having these issues uh, in, in the country at the moment. Um, I did read Gentle and Lowly before I did hand out the book, <laughs> of course. <laughs> Uh, so that's a, another scope that I was I was looking at as well. There's some other books that I I actually do read. There's um, Operation World that I have to read okay. through. So this is a, a book that actually gives me a scope as to what's going on in each country because of the position I have here. Wow. Um, I, I we create this prayer initiatives. So in praying for different countries, you actually have to know what's going on. I guess. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's important. right. I guess. So. Uh, it does give me a bigger scope as to, man, uh, even though the United States seems to have a lot of things going, Bibles everywhere, there are different countries that don't have what we have, and then we want to pray for it. And get it helps me have a, I would say, a, a deeper worldview as to what's going on in the Christian realm around the world. So those are things that I'm learning from right now. Yeah, uh, that's keeping me grounded, uh, especially as these arguments keep going on, as we think through what's going on in the world, how we are supposed to minister here from this church uh, to the rest of the world, especially understanding it more. So, yeah, yeah th those are the entities that I'm learning from okay. at this current moment, uh, just to get a deeper scope. But I will also say that I am doing a deep dive in the book of, of Romans at the moment. So. Uh, that's something that's also helping me keep grounded uh, because it's such a rich book. Yeah, I, and I could uh, probably spend like five years in Romans and never really tire of it. Yeah, and you know <laughs> what? There, there have been some statements made by some of my friends from different sides of the spectrum when it comes to predestination and all these other things. Once saved, always saved, or you're not always, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I'm trying to do a deep dive on some of these things and so you're Ooh. saying that you can use Scripture as your primary source of wisdom and inspiration? Yes. Wow. Wow, that's yes. good. Who'd have thought? Who'd have thunk it? Man, that's yeah. good. <laughs> so, I mean, like, even for me, all of these elements are having impact on my mindset. Yeah. Um, but even in that, I really try my best to have a discipline with it, right? In the, in the form of if I'm learning from something, there has to be a discipline where even though I'm reading all these books on race and racism, I can't pick up angry attributes from some of these sources. Yeah. I have to be disciplined right. through scripture first and then identify maybe what's going on here yeah. in this world. So I like how you guys were really pretty much saying the same thing. Yeah. Make sure you're grounded first in yeah. scripture. And then I think it creates a healthy boundary or else your impact might get jacked up. Right. And that's that's the big question I have for you next is the impact that you seem to have mm -hmm. from the things that you learn from. Like recently, what's the, the biggest impact that you've had from some of the, the sources mm -hmm. that you've read? That's, that's, a, that's a big question. It is a, a big question. <laughs> um, so I would, for me, one of the, the biggest 
I think impacts is similar to to what you were just talking about whenever it came to uh, gentle and lowly and understanding Christ's uh, attitude towards us mm-hmm. um, is some of these these books that I've been reading helping me understand just uh, how near Christ is um, again for those who who you know again I'm, I'm thinking of uh, this book um, praying in the night it's it's for those who watch and weep um, and mm. so those that that have gone through a season of of pain or loss and just what that means yeah. um, and so it, it's helped me uh, be more attentive to where God is yeah. more attentive to uh, the peace that the spirit who indwells me because of faith uh, provides for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's helped me to honestly focus my attention, not on getting out of pain, mm-hmm. but to fully bring it before God. And yeah, so it's, uh, it's been a very contemplative um, season, I, I guess I would say. Yeah. So in a, in a more general respect, and Justin, I'll echo this, um, because I think anything uh, that, I, that, I've, that I'm learning from, um, be that, be that having, just, having just read through Gentle and Lowly and, and walking kind of through a devotional uh, approach to that, uh, but also um, in more secular sources of, of, of wisdom uh, and knowledge, I think the, the biggest impact all of it has for me is a shift in posture. Yeah. Uh, if, if anything is truly offering me wisdom, it should change the way that I look at and approach the world around me. Or at the very least, it should change the way that I look at and see myself and the way that I interact with the world around me. And I think that's something that um, I think that we we know is true from our time with the Word of God, Mm -hmm. right? We, We know that the Word of God does not return void, and so we can always spend our time in Scripture and know that these things are forming us, and I think we approach it with that weight. I don't know if we necessarily always do that when we're just consuming information. Right. We just kind of consume information and say, okay, hey, cool, I learned this thing. Ergo, it's fact now. Yeah. But but in reality, if if it's something that we're intaking, it's changing our posture. And so for me, um, I'm aware um, that it's causing me to think differently. Yeah. Um, it's causing me to approach life differently it's, it's causing me to think about the fact that like so Justin and I have been friends for a long time and um, we um, have some similarities um, in terms of interest but we're very different individuals yeah. and anybody yeah. who knows us knows that but um, every every time I, I spend time with Justin I mean just to say like who am I learning from I learned from my friendship with mm-hmm. with this guy because um, because we're different I'm able to glean things that I don't see in terms of the way that I see and understand the world. And so when I come to these other sources, when I, when I look at something um, like a, like, like I say, I, I use work life as an example because it talks about the interaction between people. Right. Um, when I understand people think differently than I do, it should change the way that I act towards them. That's good. Um, yeah. and, it, and it should change my posture in a positive manner so that when I'm coming to Justin, I'm not assuming in any way that he's like me. If anything, I'm recognizing, hey, he is unique, he is different, and he's able to um, offer me wisdom in his approach to life that that I sometimes overlook. Yeah, yeah, that's good. And I, th- you know, for me, as I was talking about some of the i the items that I'm reading through, uh, it's impacted me in the way that I handle people uh, in the concepts of what we're struggling through as a nation right now when it comes to race, right? Yeah. 
understanding that people have struggles with people of different backgrounds. Yeah. And understanding that is just the nature of maybe with our environment they grew up in, but having grace that maybe the Lord can come in and do a work in them, Mm -hmm. just creating that space for, um, you know, God to begin to work in them, not creating anger where there's just this disconnect forever, you know? Yeah. Then on top of that, there's this stuff uh, from the world, the book where we, uh, we create the prayer cards. Um, one of the biggest things that's impacted me from this is just understanding. I think as a nation that we live in, we tend to look at different countries as enemies mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah. And completely forget that we have brothers and sisters in Christ around the world that's good and when we forget uh that they have needs that they have needs that we need to pray for then we forget what christ has called us to do so it's really bringing back into perspective we have a job to do as believers as myself to pray for those in a different nation that are going through a completely different struggle than i am and it's impacting me because it's growing my heart to be more concerned and more empathetic. And I think kind of like you, Dustin, these these uh, things that we do learn uh, create an impact that changes our mindset and and brings us to a place, I think, or a space where we understand maybe God and how he handles different people mm-hmm. uh, differently. And uh, for me... I think there's nothing more profound than some of the things that we've been talking about today. But even on a conversation, I think we had a conversation the other day, Dustin, and you said something, even in learning from people, like you said, you Mm -hmm. learn from Justin, you learn from Kevin. Mm -hmm. Um, You said he didn't learn from me. Um, No, not yet. I'm I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Okay. Uh, (laughs) 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 But um, I think you said something that was really profound, that it's a known statement. Yeah that we all forget about yeah we are the average of the five people we're around yeah you want to explain that yeah no and uh, it's something that uh, i heard a mentor share with me i don't know 10 15 years ago i'm old so i forget how um how many years things have been but no it's it's always something that stuck with me because uh when you when you think about um your formation um personally professionally um you are always going to be um the average of those five people with whom you spend the most time and so I think about that in terms of uh, we, we, we have groups, we have life groups that are formative, that are, that are disciple, um, discipleship driven. And, and yet I, I say this because uh, Justin and I have been in a couple of different life groups together, yet um, I have been more formed by Justin um, personally because of the amount of time that I spend with him at work mm-hmm. um, than, I, than I have necessarily within that group context. And it's, and it's surely just a matter of time. Um, and it's not because Justin's coming to my office and checking on me and making sure that I'm learning all the <laughs> things that he's learning. I mean, he does that, but that's, that's why I've learned more from him. It's a, he, he gives me tests every Friday. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but but it's, it's just a matter of time that we're spending together. Mm-hmm. And so whenever you spend time with people, um, you know this with your, if, if, if you're married, you know this with your spouse. If you have kids, you know this with your kids. You tend to take on the habits of the people around you. Yeah. Uh, you tend to take on the speech of the people around you. And it's, a lot of times it just happens. It's, yeah. it's, it's passive. And so uh, for me, um, I'm, I'm very conscious about um, those people with whom I'm spending my time because yeah. they are forming me whether I realize it or not. And so Justin kind of 
bouncing bouncing off of that, I'm curious as your discipleship pastor, um, how you see that um, from a um, I guess more formal formation perspective um, in our groups, like in terms of like, hey, we have life groups. Hey, I see my life group once a week. Aren't they the most influential yeah. people people in my life? Yeah, uh, that's a great question. So uh, I want to kind of offer a few definitions real quick. Yeah. Um, so internally with um, with myself and, and volunteers um, and, and staff, what we call the discipleship team, we use the words discipleship and formation two different ways. Yeah. Um, so discipleship is a relational um, aspect where you're learning to know the Lord Jesus deeper, that you're learning to apply his word to your life by the help of the Spirit. Um, but it's all relational, so that's what discipleship is. Yeah. Uh, whereas formation can be both relational, but it's also individual as well. So I can give you a book, um, and you can read it, what we're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. And everything that we're, we're taking in is forming us in one way or another. Yeah. Um, and it's up to the Spirit in our participation with Him as, as to how that forms us or shapes us. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Um, for as the discipleship pastor, let me say it this way. Uh, we are and will always be a church of life groups. That's how yeah. our, our primary uh, mode of discipleship happens. Um, but then um, my, my goal and my understanding of how we are formed mm-hmm. uh, allows me this coming year to provide resources to church members on a quarterly basis. Um, for those who want to take something in, read it, something that I've read or maybe one of y'all have read, um, provide that to the church and allow God to, to use that to form them in the image of, of Christ. Yeah. Um, but then beyond that, uh, a formation and discipleship thing that, that we're launching in the fall is something called K-Groups. Yeah. Um, and so K-Groups essentially stands for kenosis groups. Kenosis is the Greek word for self-emptying. So in Philippians 2, when we see that Christ emptied himself, um, that's the goal of the Christian, is that we would empty ourselves of of our natural person and allow the Holy Spirit to fill us so that we may walk by him, uh, by his power, and be transformed into the image of Christ. And so K-groups are groups of three to four men or women, always gender-based, and you you sit together for nine to 12 months. And through that, you're learning um, not just basics of Christianity, uh, because for some, that's going to be uh, going back um, to things that they've known for years. Um, but the point of that is to make sure that we're applying it and learning it together. That's good. Um, and so I've, I've done K-groups in the past. Um, I've been both a participant and uh, a leader, mm-hmm. and they've been some of the most formative uh, things yeah. for, for my soul and that I've learned the most in. Um, so that's, that's what I hope for our church, is that uh, everyone would be involved in a life group because that's how we disciple, and they are so important. But it's coming on a smaller scale, those groups of three or four, yeah. uh, that allow us to, to kind of be that average of, of yeah. the five people around us. Because K-groups are meant to spend um, time together, to, to check in on one another, just as your life group is. 
Um, but there are introverts like myself <laughs> that <laughs> even in group life, yeah. uh, though you love one another, though you're listening and learning from one another, it's that small two or three other people right. that really can pour into you. And you know, it's interesting, Justin, that you that you say that, and I really appreciate you kind of offering that definition of, of self-emptying because I think it's really important to recognize uh, that anytime we're learning from, yeah. um, there's there's other information that we may necessarily be setting aside. And I think sometimes to to embrace a posture of learning, especially in a in a in a process that you're describing in in K groups, we have to give up of ourselves. Right. Um, some for our, our some for our friends and for those people right. uh, that are in the group with us, mm-hmm. but but also for ourselves yeah. so that we can take in more. Yeah. Um, because we're finite creatures who who yeah. can't learn and know everything. Yeah. I, I, I'm still working on that one. Yeah, yeah um, but too. haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. yeah, I think I think what the powerful thing that I'm seeing here uh, for all of us may who might be watching and and listening um, is just this understanding that yeah, we can read and learn, right? Yeah. Uh, it can have an impact, but then there are some people that we're around yeah. where we're learning from too. Uh, that can have an impact. Yeah. It's just maybe taking an inventory and just maybe figuring out at this moment, hey, who legitimately am I learning from? Mm. Yeah. Am I learning from, you know, the news? Am I learning from the books? And what kind of impact is it having on me? I think that's yeah. a, a powerful thing to really just kind of take an inventory of. Because at the end of the day, I think we w- we just recently had a discipleship series, and I would encourage any person to go back to the yeah. series and watch it. Because it kind of covers some of the things that we talked about today. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because it gets down to the nitty gritty that hey, at some point we are being disciples of yeah. something. Right. And hopefully it's Christ, right? Yeah. And at the end of the day, sometimes it may. Uh, and I like how even Pastor Kevin said it. Yeah. Uh, it could be. It could be CNN. It could yeah. be Fox News. Yeah. It could be Phil Jackson or yeah. something like oh, that. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> it could be Dustin, but. You know <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's not me. (laughs) (laughs) For clarity. But honestly, I I really want to take this time to thank you guys for joining this uh, podcast today. And uh, our uh, producer, Chris, thank you again for all the hard work you do. But uh, I really want everybody to remember, just take that inventory. Ask yourselves, who are you learning from? And what kind of impact is it having in your life? Thank you.